Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. When your best friend runs out of advice. And your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel? There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess. Listeners reach out to us when they need an outside perspective. So Kramer and I give advice and then we turn to you so you can help out your neighbor too. This is Ashley from Elkridge. Hey, Ashley, good morning. Hey, good morning. So what's the issue today? Am I a terrible person for blocking my mom from getting a job? <laughs> no. Maybe. <laughs> On surface, it sounds pretty bad. What what'd you what'd you do? So my mom is like the sweetest person ever, but she is not good at keeping a job. Mm-hmm. Um, she just lost hers again recently. Uh, she told me the other day that she saw a posting for a job where I work, mm-hmm. and she applied for it. And as I was walking out on Friday, the HR person stopped me and said that they wanted to ask me a couple questions on Monday when I get back to the office. And I just need some help before going in there today. I don't know if I should help her or not. I mean, the truth Wait, is- Wait, they want to talk to you about your mom working there? Yeah. The truth is, every time she gets fired, it's because she made a mistake. Mm. So she's just kind of irresponsible and, like, um, a little, like, flaky. And just, it's it's always kind of her own fault when she gets fired. Yeah. And I don't want that to, like, make me look bad at work or make tension between me and my other coworkers that they're like, God, we really want to fire your mom, but she's mom. <laughs> that is true. That you would know? make it weird. And what's hard right now, too, is that she's just, like, really struggling. Like, her credit card bills are through the roof. I don't know what's going to happen with the mortgage. I ended up having to give her some money last month. Oh, like, man. We're, we're in a hard time. Yeah. Uh, 410-583-1065. So, Ashley says, my mom's applied for a job where I work, but I think my mom's not really the greatest candidate for the job. Mm-hmm. And I've got, I know she's not, but my mom's... Got going through hard times right now. So what do I do? Do I help my mom out or am I honest about about the actual position? We'll get some calls going. 410-583-1065. I think maybe you should explain it to your mom in a way where you're more concerned for your guys' relationship because I don't think it would go down well with you guys working at the same place. Like all of her, you know, making mistakes aside, but because she has this track record of how she, you know, operates at work, I feel like it's going to make it even worse because she's going to feel like she has an extra pass because you're there and you can be a buffer, which could impact you even in a more negative way. If your family was struggling, you're telling me you would not do whatever you need to do to help your family. I don't, I don't believe that in a heartbeat. No, no, of, of, of course, absolutely. Like but if your I, family I just couldn't like pay their bills and they were applying for a job at the radio station, you knew that would help them out. You wouldn't try to do whatever you could do to help them out. I, think that's, no, I think that's kind of on the crappy side. No, I'm saying like obviously you've you've done what you can as far as giving your mom money. I feel like you should do everything you can by helping your mom find another job. It just doesn't need to be the place where you're working. And this isn't like this is not just a you know it was a fluke and she's messed up a couple times. You know a hundred percent what has happened every time 
And like, I just feel like there's other ways we can help her versus now she's going to be at your job, which could potentially put your job on the line. And then what? You're not going to have a job and then you can't help her? No, I don't think that's the right move at all. I think you absolutely have to give your mom a good recommendation. A hundred percent. I think it's going to look a really bad character judgment on you if you wouldn't do whatever it took to help your mom. Like that's she has. Day, she's been giving her money and helping her. There's the other the ways day, she can help her. That's family, bro. Like that's family and family comes over any job. And that's why I'm shocked that you, just of all people, would say that. No, you're tripping. You've never been in that situation Watch this. before. 410-583-1065. I mean, does Ashley pretty much have to give her mom a good recommendation just to help her out in this situation? Marissa from Baltimore, good morning. Good morning. Does she need to give her mom a good recommendation? Yes. Tell Jess she does not understand this. I think she should because, so I went through a similar situation where someone in my family was going through a hard time and I had an opening at my job and so I gave her a good recommendation and she got hired and I was worried about some of the same things um, just because of like prior things that have happened with my said family member, but I just like made sure my boss knew that like I was like separate from her in case anything did go on. <laughs> You're like, I mean, you and can hey, do it. I mean, this goes hey, back. That's cool that your boss was able to make that separation, but not every workplace would be willing to do that. And I feel like people are forgetting that if that separation cannot be made, then your job ends up putting on the line. And then how are you going to have the means to help the family member that needs help? Yeah, but I just don't think that like it's family. I don't know. I feel like boss. Yeah, I agree with her. I feel like it's family. And tell them again. I. If you're as good as your job that you as, like as you are, then it shouldn't matter. Shouldn't matter. That's that's what you would like help to think. Help your mom think. out, man. That's what you would like to you think. Help your mom out. Thank you. Hey, listen, thank you for that this morning. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. Jasmine from Pikesville. Good morning. Good morning. Does Ashley need to give her mom a good recommendation, even though she knows she probably doesn't deserve it? <laughs> No way. Absolutely not. Mm, tell I Kramer. Know, tell Kramer because he's all family. You don't understand that. Why? That's not even the case. Tell that's, him. That's demonic. It's not the case. Family can tarnish your reputation just like anyone else. Yep. If they're both out of a job, who's going to help who? Exactly. Uh, and I feel like her mom should respect that enough, especially if she knows it about herself. You know, okay, I, maybe she could say, look, don't put me down if you're applying, but... I definitely wouldn't tarnish my name and, and potentially, you know, lose my Jasmine, job. Jasmine, no, you That's guys, you guys, family. no, you guys, you know what's messed up? The, <laughs> like, and the what? first, the first sign of how bad this is going to go, her mom applied and put her name down as a recommendation without even telling her, without even oh, telling no. her. How do you think that's going to yeah, go down no at way. the workplace already? No, of course she would. It's already about to be bad. Yeah. Y'all. Yeah. Say, hey, I want to apply. So Can wait. I put your name down? Yes. The Jasmine. courtesy wasn't even there before, before she even got into the building. <laughs> The courtesy wasn't even Jasmine, there. Jasmine, you're telling me right now you you would walk in you'd walk into work this morning. You say something bad in your mama's name. I wouldn't say bad if, if they ask me like you know how do you feel about hiring your mom? I'm like, well, if you want to interview her, what you think about it is on you. Yeah. Wow. Okay. There she goes. Thank you, Jasmine. <laughs> See ya. See ya. Wait, Iris in Baltimore, you've actually been through something like this before. I have. When, and what happened? Give us the story first and tell us how it turned out. So, I, you know, the same situation, the person was going through a lot of stuff. It was my cousin, actually. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. She was close to losing her home, and she had kids. So, you know, we want to provide as much help as we can. So I did that and offered her the help, gave her the job. 
And once she started working, she did good for the first two couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. But then after that, it was just, you know, she was calling out, not mm -hmm. showing up to work. Damn, it, man. It, it not so cousin. Much. Not this cousin. Takes <laughs> advantage. Takes so advantage. Wait, did that make that that end up do you think that end up making you look bad at the end of the day though? It does because you refer this person and you tell them, Oh, you know, they're they're hardworking, they do this, they, yeah. you know, you're helping them out. Yeah. By like you giving all these good notes on them and, and then it turns out to be false statements. So, they looking at you like what that you're a liar. Oh. Then they think you're a liar. So even exactly. and even though you knew it might be problematic, you still went in there and vouched for them. I still went on and did it, but ever since then, I haven't done it no more. And Never you went again. no more. Damn. Okay. I can think this is what this is what we need to hear today. I'm glad. I'm glad you called. Thank you so much. Tell her to put to help her put her in her applications. Indeed, and just flow up the whole system with her applications. There you yes, go. Indeed is so good. Yeah. <laughs> now, Creamer and Jess mornings on Mix 106.5. Hello. Man. <laughs> it's a purple Monday, y'all. Don't on, forget. Bring on the optimism, Jessica. Don't forget. Bring it on, baby. It is a purple Monday. We got Monday football tonight. What did I tell you on Friday? What did I tell you? My fear of walking in here on Monday. You know what? It was nice to see Greg in a, in a purple long sleeve. Is that what he has on today? Yeah. I was like, good morning, Greg. Like, he's like, good morning. So it feels... This is feeling very reminiscent to last Monday, which was a Halloween Monday, which kind of took a little bit of the fun out of it. Like, how are we feeling? Time change, everything else, Monday. Are y'all ready? Are we ready? We got to, like, get pumped, Jess? To, to be honest, I actually feel way better about a Purple Monday than a Halloween, Halloween Monday because Halloween really isn't for us. Whereas, like, this is, you know, this can still be our thing. Like, you know what I mean? I, I'm not, like, trick-or-treating tonight. Like, I don't have to, like, realize that I'm not allowed to go trick-or-treating anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm, right. you know, I'm watching football tonight, which feels good. 410-583-1065. Let's get the shout-outs going. Who's going to be the first person of the morning? Text us. 410-583-1065. We call you the 6 o'clock club. This is anybody that's awake in Maryland. First thing in the morning. We start our show out with you every single day. Who's up, Jess? Jess R. from Westminster. Good morning. Kenny from PA is here. John, the Annapolis locator. Stephanie in Nottingham, uh, Arcander Care Ladies, Karen and Amber, good morning. Mr. W from Reisterstown is with us. Stephanie Lynn, Terrence, beautiful Beverly, Lou and Glen Burnie. We got Carol, the shuttle driver. Clever Kevin is here. Maddie and Jen in Ellicott City are up listening with us. Hope Dope, good morning. Lori is here. Christine, good morning. Rhonda from Pasadena, Crystal in Northeast. And Jess, our critical nurse. Happy Monday. Did the time change not F with you at all? Well, because technically we get to, it's like, it's like 7 a.m. right now. I, my body doesn't operate that way. Really? Remember guys, I don't, know, I don't know if you remember I did this last year. I probably take a week to switch my clock in my car. Yeah. Just to remind me, <laughs> you know, it's just like a little piece of happiness. So technically right now, it it's should seven. Be, it should be seven. But it, it is seven. It feels like 4 a.m. right now for some reason. Even when we go this way, I don't, I don't know if it's the same way. Some people love when the time changes. My body could not be more confused. Yesterday seemed like the world's longest day. No, 
wait. <laughs> I kept looking down. Like, it must be 8 p.m. It's like 3.30. I'm like, how is this day still going? No, at like 6, I was like, it's basically 7, so I should go to sleep now. <laughs> you know? Now. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. A man in Maryland is trending after winning a million-dollar Powerball prize, all thanks to Halloween candy. The Bowie resident made a quick stop at the giant grocery store to get some candy on October 29th since the drawing at the time for Powerball was over $800 million. He picked up 10 quick pick tickets, and then the next morning he realized one of his tickets had won him a million dollars. He plans on using the winnings to take care of his father, but he's not giving up on playing to win the Powerball jackpot, which as of today stands at a record $1.9 billion since nobody won on Saturday night. And if you didn't know, the last Powerball jackpot was won by a ticket in PA in August. Did that? Is that the biggest? Biggest to date. It's Powerball. a level that we've never seen before. $1.9 billion. I mean, how can you not play? Yeah. Are you planning on playing today? No. Okay. <laughs> How could you not play? Oh, I know. Are you playing? No. Absolutely not. Two, two things I don't believe in. One, online shopping. Two, the lottery. You know this about me. I don't so know how you... With, you have a chance, and again, it's Why? a very small chance. 1.9... I don't even know how to play. What do you do? You walk. In. I, I, when I, honestly, if if the lottery was more welcoming, you walk in you and just, it's this like big machine, and then it's like there is it's like a scantron. I don't want to take a test. You know, it couldn't be any easier. I, it feels you difficult to me. You can literally say quick pick, and it'll just pick your numbers for you. Well, now that sounds like it's cheating. And why would they pick <laughs> the right numbers for me? Okay. Oh wait. No. Nope. Uh, number three. Number two. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're good. <laughs> It's a Purple Monday, and the Ravens will play the Saints in New Orleans tonight at 8.15 p.m. Uh, and a new survey finds that Marylanders are so loyal to their football teams that 52% of people admit to literally ending a friendship because the other person supported what? a rival team. Yeah. When their team actually loses a game, it takes most people an average of three days to get over it. Uh, 38% of football fans in Maryland say the best place to watch a game is at the stadium, and the average football fan in Maryland will host about six parties throughout the season. It has been wild. You know, I mean, I would say Baltimore is the most football city I've ever lived in. Yeah. And the depression, the post Lost depression, hundred percent, is like nothing I've ever seen. On a side note, though, uh, Baltimore and the Ravens got a little shout out on the new Drake album. I don't know if anyone heard that, but that was kind of cool. Okay, number one, Aaron Carter was found dead in his home in California on Saturday. Aaron's house sitter found his body in his bathtub around eleven a.m. Called nine one one, and he was only thirty four years old. So as of right now, there's no word yet on the cause of death, but authorities say they found no evidence of foul play. After selling millions of albums in the late 90s and early 2000s, Aaron struggled with substance abuse and went to rehab several times. Um, his most recent time was actually this past September after losing custody of his son Prince, who will be a year old later this month. Aaron's older brother, Nick Carter, of the Backstreet Boys, said, quote, My heart has been broken today. Addiction and mental illness is the real villain here. And Nick was actually on stage with the Backstreet Boys last night in London and the band paid tribute to Aaron. How did you feel when you heard the news? Man, I was so, it, it's interesting because we all, I'm sure a lot of us are aware that he has struggled, Yeah. Um, but it still was heartbreaking. It was sad. That's someone that, I mean, when he was dating Hillary Duff back in the day, they were like, I was obsessed with him. I was yeah. in love with Aaron Carter. And so it's been very devastating to see his sadness and his illness and addiction take over his life. And it was just, it was weird. I saw the news Saturday and I just felt... Like, I was like, oh, wow, but, like, not 
shocked. Right. That poor dude, man, he has been fighting so long that mm-hmm. like, and, and we don't know I, if I had to guess only because of his long battle with drugs, I'd have to assume probably that's what we're going to find out it is. But I, I, I just, I couldn't be like, oh my God, really? With him? Mm-hmm. Still super sad though. Yeah. This is Jess and that was your top three. All right. Let's work on this few things. We're going to work on positive emotions, okay. dealing with adversity, mm-hmm. improving your health, okay. building strong relationships. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds amazing. We've, uh, we've given ourselves a little project and we just asked that you join in on this. This Thanksgiving month, we're trying to take 30 days to use daily gratitude. Something that like we've all known about for a while now. Just wake up and be thankful for one thing. Even the worst days, it'll make you feel better. I was having such a crap weekend this weekend. My mom was supposed to come visit. Yeah. My dad got sick. She couldn't come. Felt so sad about that. And I was like, you know what? Instead of being sad, let's hop into some gratitude. Mm-hmm. So here's what we're doing. It's our literally 30 days of thankful challenge here on Mix 106.5. And all we're asking you to do right now is to take a second out of your day. And just be thankful for something. And it can be something huge in your life or it can just be something simple because I feel like we always tend to look over the simple things that really make a difference sometimes. Absolutely. If you want to share yours with us and kind of spread your positivity through the city, you can call us 410-583-1065. You want to start us out? Yeah. I am thankful for Parks and Rec and Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Those are hey. my two go-to I need to feel better shows. Whenever I'm feeling down and I just need to feel happy, they're always there. I know what I get and they always make me feel better. You know what I mean? I've never thought about that before. We, when's the last time you were thankful for like your favorite show or song? Always there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just comes on and makes you feel better. That's a good one. That's See, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You can find gratitude and everything. Mine's uh, literally, I, yeah, so my mom was supposed to come visit couldn't make it so sad. I only see my mom a couple days out of the year, so when she can't make it, I'm, it's like the biggest bummer. I was such a down the dumps on Friday. I went home, then I was like, okay, so what What do I have? And in the corner of my room, of the of the den, I saw my 14-year-old chihuahua. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? It's been, a, it's been a crazy couple of years. Like, from moving, divorce, everything else. I've had Kiki with me, and I feel like sometimes I take Kiki for granted. Of like she's just, she's just been there, there mm-hmm. and not really taking time to really be appreciative of her. Man, if you don't take a second today to be like thankful for your pets, just do it because they're there for through everything, everything. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. Hello, this is Donna. There she goes, Donna. I'll tell you I'm thankful for it. I know. Donna. I changed for mine for today. Mine's Donna. <laughs> All right, Donna, come on. Give us something you're thankful for. I'm thankful that I have a home to come to every night. Dude, you know what? Absolutely. I, I think most of us probably take that for granted. Would you would you agree, Donna? Yep. We're just yeah. so used to having a home. Now I live in downtown Baltimore. Every day I, I, I drive through the city, and uh, it, it it's always takes me back. That how many people don't have what we had just every day just go home to, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. People sleeping yep. on, on, on boxes, people sleeping under tarps just to, like, just to get through. Like, like do you realize that, that could be any of us? That yeah. could be literally any of us, mm-hmm. but it's not. We get to go home to our house every single day. I don't know that we necessarily give that the gratitude that it deserves, you know? Just, Yeah, I'm very thankful I have a home to come to every day. There she goes. And Donna, Donna. Donna, we are thankful for you. And I'm thankful for you. Oh, you're so sweet. Good job. Look at this girl right here. We love you, Donna. Have a great day, okay? 
Take care, honey. On Monday, we do something called Mom's Monday Motivation on the radio show. This is something to get you pumped up, and I bring my mom all the way from Georgia onto the radio show. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. My mom's literally <laughs> one of the most motivational people I know, and so uh, my mom and I do a podcast together called Certified Mama's Boy. Every single day, you can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. But for the radio show, she just comes on to give us a dose of positivity to start our week out. So, Mom, what do we have for today? It's from the Dalai Lama. Every day is a new opportunity to begin again. Every day is your birthday. Oh, I like <laughs> that. That's so cute. Have you ever thought about that? I mean, think about it. Every day that you wake up, it's your birthday. You yeah. are reborn every single day, and you'll never have this day again. So make the most of Every day. Yeah. It's hard to kind of think in those terms because we do carry around so much baggage from previous relationships, previous Mm -hmm. jobs, things Mm -hmm. our parents told us, things that we were told as kids. Like literally today, if you you wanted to, only if you wanted to, it could technically be the first day of your life. What if you just said, I'm going to push on, and it's not easy. It's not, it's the thing. You may have to try it 10 times, 15 times, 100 times to get it right. But like. (laughs) This is going to be the first day. And all that BS that I went through to get to this point today isn't matter. I'm not going to be defined by those times, you know? Yeah. And I feel like we always tend to focus on the bad things more than the positive. And I was listening to a sermon the other day, and he kind of mentioned something about how we gamble with time. How we think Mm -hmm. we don't always acknowledge the fact that... how we don't know how many more days we have left. And so why would you waste right. them instead of looking at it like you mentioned that this is a new day for new beginnings? Could be. Yes. Why not? Yes. You know? So happy birthday. Happy Yay. birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> uh, so there you go. There's Mom's Monday Motivation. Hopefully that put your mind in a better place. We also have a podcast called Certified Mama's Boy on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And until next week, I love you, Mom. Love you guys forever. Ravens fans, where are you at? Mix 1065. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. I know it's If you're like me and you walked out of the house in no purple lawn today, I think today can be forgiven. Do you agree, Jess? No. There's a lot going on in the world right now. <laughs> No, it cannot be forgiven. We got a time change we had to worry about. I totally forgot we got a football game tonight. We do. It's a very important game. The Ravens versus the Saints. Yeah. So what we do is we dedicate time every game to cheer on the world's greatest football team with something that we call the flock line. And that's what's what's really special is if you're listening right now, you're a part of it. This is the state's biggest pep rally. Call us right now, 866-FLOCK-LINE, and give your best cheer for the team. So, okay, basically imagine like you're in Bank Stadium. You're in the stands. What would you be saying? Even better, if you hate the Saints, we That's need some, some smack talking too. Either way, love Ravens, hate Saints, call the flock line, 866-FLOCK-LINE. 866-FLOCK-LINE. And let's get the city pumped up this morning. All right? Go Ravens, go Ravens, go Ravens. Happy 13th birthday to the Ravens. Hey, 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 hey,
<laughs> Hang on. I feel that was a misuse of the flock line. Hey, no, she said go Ravens. That's the thing. If you want to call, you want to give somebody a shout out, and you, you, you want to give a birthday, you want to tell Lamar you love him, do you. As long as we get some Ravens love, that's the only requirement. I'm going to call in. I'm going to do like a 30-second commercial for my uh, my business in between my Ravens shout out. Maybe it counts. Hey. 866-FLOCK-LINE. It's real. Call it. Let's go, Ravens. Yeah. Beat the damn Chiefs. No. Oh, whoopsies. No, 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 no. Beat the damn Saints. <laughs> Bro, whoopsies. I'm telling you. These Monday ones are weird. It's all right. You screwed up this week. It's no big deal. Now, last hour, in case you weren't here, we had what we might call a uh, a mishap. This got through the flock line. Listen. Let's go, Saints. No, we're not. Ravens song. We won't allow it. We will not allow it. But this is a, a follow-up message from that Same. terrible message. Let's go, Raven. Don't care about that. what that kid say. He's just wrong and crazy and ridiculous. <laughs> go, Raven. Woo! Wrong, crazy, and ridiculous. That's the best thing I've ever heard. No. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. We've got some Monday night football ahead of us. The Ravens are on the road this week and will play the Saints in New Orleans tonight at 8.15 p.m. So this will be Lamar Jackson's second game against the Saints, but his first start. He actually scored his first rushing touchdown of his career in the 2018 game as a backup quarterback. But unfortunately, we won't be seeing some of our key players in tonight's game. Tight end Mark Andrews has been ruled out. He didn't practice last week because of knee and shoulder injuries. He didn't travel with the team. And this is actually the first game the All-Pro will miss because of injury in his four-plus years in Baltimore. I don't know much about football. I've always claimed that. How are the Saints? Are they good? Um, How much do you even know about the Saints? I never watch Saints games. I only care about us. So I, I couldn't tell you. Surprisingly, though... Weird, weird amount of Saints fans have come out this morning. I know, annoying. I'm like, I was, I was not expecting that. Strange. <laughs> Number two. If you are thinking of what you do with the Powerball jackpot, if you win, don't forget about taxes because the jackpot is up to 1.9 billion dollars, a level never seen before. But how much does the government government take in taxes? If you pick the lump sum, say goodbye to about 51 percent of it. The IRS, by the way, would automatically withhold 24% of your winnings. As far as state taxes, it varies widely. Eight states don't take tax winnings. However, as far as us, Maryland will take 8.75%. <laughs> so at the end of the day, you make $70. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. You're still making millions. Mm-hmm. But I wonder how that feels. Okay? I just have, I have a weird feeling. Watch this right now. Watch this prediction. I don't even know where this is coming from, but I just feel this in my soul right now. Okay. I think somebody in Maryland's about to win Powerball tonight. You think so? I do think it's going to be in this state, and I don't know why I feel that way. It makes sense. We have the craziest, craziest lottery yeah. stories out of anywhere in the country. So, and it could be you. So, just, and, and you could be like, listen, there's no change. And then, then, right, I'm not a big lottery pusher. I'm just not, I, I'm not like, you got to go play every single week. Yo, it's 1.9 billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to play because somebody's got to win, right? Do it. 
Number one. Swifties rejoice. Taylor Swift has added eight additional dates to her 2023 Eras Tour. Since her Reputation Tour in 2018, Taylor has released six albums that have never been performed live. So she has added an additional stop in Philly, which is her closest stop to us. So now she's going to be performing three shows in PA, May 12th through the 14th. And in more Taylor news, many Swifties are convinced that she's dropped hints that Speak Now will be the next re-recorded album she'll release. And fans think her recent Eras tour announcement is proving their theory. This is the main clue. Taylor shared that she was enchanted to announce her next tour, which as a Swifty, we all know, obviously, she must be referring to Enchanted from Speak Now. Okay. So that's what we're looking forward to, in addition to the additional tour dates. I'm just, her tour schedule's weird to me. She's only doing stadiums. The weekend did the same thing. And I mean, she's smart for doing that. One, it's a shorter time on the road. And two, she can sell out stadiums. And you'll drive. You'll drive from Baltimore to, to, I will. to Philly. I will. But just say, DC, come on, DC even? Gotta go to Philly for that one? All right. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Do you think a babysitter would have the audacity to hook up in their person's house? Uh. <laughs> I don't know if I want to know the answer to that question. So it's time for our, our Talk Me Out of It update. Um, if you've never been here for this before, we just talk to people on Thursdays typically. Like, they have an idea they know feels kind of kooky to them, and they're not sure if they should do it or, or, or not. We kind of give them advice. Yeah, so Anonymous was considering putting a camera in her bedroom to see if she would catch her babysitter hooking up in her room. Um, her do- her seven-year-old daughter had said a couple of times she'd babysat for her twice that she heard a man come over in her mom's room. And so she wasn't sure what was going on. So most of the feedback was don't do it. She kind of felt positive. We never try to find out anything, by the way, until you do. So let me get her back on. We can talk about it. Um, <laughs> hello, Anonymous. Hi. Did you put the camera in your bedroom? Um. No, I didn't put it in the bedroom. I did set up a camera. Okay. Why? Well, first off, why did you? Did, did we, why not the bedroom? What happened? So the more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know what? I don't know what I'm going to catch on camera. Right. And I think it's one thing to find out if somebody's coming in my house, but another thing to maybe have the footage, make it accidental sex tape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, um, of course. I ended up just deciding to put it um, just, like, kind of near the front door. I have, like, a little entryway table. Put it behind some flowers because I just didn't want her to... I don't know. I feel like it's just super awkward. If she knows it's there and maybe she's going to change what she's doing because it is there. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not going to get a real answer. So, um, no, I I made sure she wouldn't be able to see it. And then, um, sure enough, I watched the footage and some guy did come over. No. Yeah. And they, it seems like, went upstairs pretty much right away. No. And then a couple hours later, he left. Ew. So I still don't know exactly what's going on. But Do we know who the guy is? Like, I mean, that's kind of a weird question, but like. Oh, I went super sleuth. I went online. I found her Instagram, and um, I'm, you know, 99% sure it's her boyfriend. that looks mm, just like him, from what I can see from the, Girl, you know, camera is, footage. And it's not so... like you were filming her. You just saw who was going up and down the stairs, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. That is so, sure, that's not da- your poor daughter. I really thought maybe the daughter was just make, being exaggeratory, right? Seven-year-olds have a way of doing that. But no, she was being dead-ass serious. Uh-huh. So now what do, now what do you do? Well, that's the next question. <laughs> um, you know, I feel like if I was her mom, I'd want to know. Yeah. 
So I kind of want to tell my friend, but then again, it's like, do I get the kid in trouble? I just feel like if I suddenly stop using her as a babysitter, my friend's probably going to ask anyways. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I, okay. 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 I, like I, well tell her? I don't know. I would be so pissed. I wouldn't. There, yeah. Would you would you say something oh, like, "Hey, by I, the way, your daughter's hooking up"? Now, hang on. This friend again. This you said this wasn't like a best friend. Who is this person again? This woman. I work with her, and so I have to see her every day. It's not even like I could just dodge her calls if I wanted to, you know. Yeah. So basically, now because you definitely don't want to use her again, right? I'm assuming. No. Yeah. No. no. So then the question is, do you just make up an excuse of why you're not, or are you honest and tell the mom? Oh, I would tell the mom. I'll you, tell her. You'd say, by the way, I, I set up a camera in my house and I caught your daughter hooking up with her. Well, you don't even no, know. No, no. She but. set up the camera and the hallway wasn't directly on her. She has a camera in her house and she was looking and like just to see what was going on, who was entering her home, which she has every right to do. <sighs> and my thing is, she put your daughter in danger. You don't know who this kid that's, is. Okay, you don't know true. who that boy is. That's true. And that would make me very upset. And yeah. I think all you can do is just be like, hey, this is what I have. Your daughter doesn't have to babysit <sighs> for me so anymore. Do with man. it what you will. I was really hoping for... I I was really hoping this situation was not what we thought it was. I think you made I think you made the right call though because I don't know if you ever would have gotten the truth if you didn't put a camera there. And the bedroom could have obviously now could have gotten super messy. Weird. Yeah. So I think yeah. are you feeling are you feeling good about your decision? I think you know it was well worth finding out the truth. But again, now I'm in the sticky situation. I'm not out of the woods yet. I yeah. To yeah. Figure out what to say to Man, the kid mom. So. I hate that. I hate that. Well, listen. Whatever you decide to do. Thank you for sharing your story with us and calling us back and giving us the update. Hi, thanks. Let me explain what happened over this weekend. I've got only a very few restaurants that I just, in my heart, love. It was beautiful out here on Saturday. I was walking around with my dog, Kiki, right? So I just ordered, decided to take to order takeout from one of my favorite restaurants downtown. Won't mention who it was. <laughs> now, Kiki is a five-pound chihuahua, and the joy of having a five-pound chihuahua is that you can get a backpack, like dog backpacks. I can throw her in the back of it, and then I can basically walk into any store, take any restaurant. Everywhere. Doesn't matter, yeah, right? Yeah. So I took Kiki with me to go pick up my food. So I walk in the restaurant and everybody's like, oh my God, because you, it has like little, you know, you can mesh so you can see through the backpack. They're like, oh my God, is that your dog? It's Kiki. And I'm like, yeah, this is Kiki. And they're like, she's just so cute. Can we see her? And I'm like, sure. And I take Kiki out of the backpack and I wasn't going to at first. I'm in the middle of a restaurant, y'all. Yeah. Are okay. you like in line? I'm standing by like the food counter. Okay. okay? Just, just here to pick up, just here to pick up my order. Mm -hmm. And they're like, can we see her? Can we see her? And I'm like, Okay. I take my five-pound chihuahua, who, by the way, I have not given a bath in, Lord knows, probably a month, six weeks. Take her out of my backpack. Which, as much as I am a dog lover, I would instantly be grossed out if somebody pulled out a dog in the middle of a restaurant. I'm not even a fan of this. Y'all, I'll be damned if every employee of that restaurant did not come over, start petting my dog. Like, and I'm talking like love, Donner, rubbing hands all over this dog. Yeah. And I didn't really think much about it till I left. My whole walk home, I was like, I bet they've got dog hands. I, I may, like, listen, maybe they went and washed their hands, but I don't think they did. Mm -hmm. And in my paranoid, germaphobic brain, I was like, I can never go back to this place ever again. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. Now that I know that they're willing to literally handle a, a creature, and this isn't even my yeah, dog. This is your dog. This is my dog. Mm hmm. They're willing to handle my creature Just in the everything. middle of the restaurant mm -hmm. and then go on with work. I can never eat here again. And it was like the most sad morning process being like, 
That's a bad judgment call. Are you really never going to go there? I can't. No. In my head? No. In my, in it, y'all, I promise you, hands down. Just because you're like, what else are they? What else? Yeah. If they're willing to pet a, a strange dog, what else are they willing to do? <laughs> And look at maybe maybe they washed their hands. I don't know. I didn't see them after that. I don't know yeah, what they you did. I don't next. know that. I don't know. But in my head, I'm like, oh my god. You're assuming the worst. I would never pet a dog in a restaurant if I was a server. It just sounds disgusting. So in my head, I had to like, I had to say goodbye. Jess, have you had this before? Because it's such a sad process. Yeah. What happened to your favorite restaurant? Made you say I can never eat there again. One of my favorite restaurants in California. I used to go there all the time. Um, sad music for this. Yeah. Like saying goodbye today. Like R.I.P. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was one of my favorite spots I'd go to, and I'd get, like, my one of my favorite burritos ever. And, like, a, just a normal day, mm-hmm. a normal night, mm-hmm. had dinner, went to sleep. And in the middle of just, like, dead sleep, I wake up and start throwing up profusely, oh, like, uncontrollably. Yeah. And it was the first time I had ever had this, like, intense kind of food sickness, you know? And I'm like, the only thing that I relatively ate any kind of like in a recent time you was know. that I knew you know and I didn't, I didn't want to accept and, it. And in your soul, you know. I didn't want to accept yeah. it because this was part of my routine. This was like one of my favorite spots to go to. I really loved it there. And I could never, ever go back because that night was so traumatizing for me. So traumatizing. <laughs> Y'all, it doesn't matter. It can be the world's best gosh dang restaurant. If I get sick, you get sick, you're never going back. You'll never trust the place ever again. And in your heart and your soul, you always have to say, that could happen again. Yeah. I never trusted that. And I'm not risking it. No. Just like I'm not risking dog germs. That was your dog. Doesn't matter. They do it to somebody else's dog too. Can't trust them. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.